It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball. It is a beautiful week here for Major League Baseball. A new week of games, a new slate of opponents, and we just got through with an incredible weekend of Major League Baseball. Welcome to Big Time Baseball here on Odyssey Sports. I am Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me, the legendary, the one and only, you see him on MLB Network, and of course you can read his work on the New York Post, he is John Heyman. John it is so good to be back here with you because we just had an incredible weekend of Major League Baseball, specifically a great series and a controversial series over there in the Bronx. How was everything taking place over there in New York between the Yankees and the White Sox, specifically from your perspective? Yeah, hey, Cody, it's great to be with you. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, for one, the White Sox look like they may be turning the corner, which we've been waiting for. We expect them to win the division, but I, we know that the big controversy with Donaldson and Tim Anderson arose, and uh, we will see what happens here, but we can't be surprised if uh, Donaldson is suspended. Has not been suspended as of this moment, but obviously, what he, at least for me, it was inappropriate what he said. Uh, you know, I think on Twitter I said it was dumb, and the White Sox thought it was worse than that. And, of course, people were screaming at me from both angles, but particularly the White Sox side saying, of course, it's racist what he said. I, you know, to me, it was a little bit murky. You know, I, I mean, you know, uh, it wasn't the right thing to say. They're not friends. He shouldn't have said it. It was wrong. You know, I'm not going to read somebody's mind unless it's obviously racist. I'm not going to go there. But it was obviously not, at least in my mind, obviously not the right thing to say. And, uh you know, he shouldn't have said it, and he's probably going to get suspended uh, at some point here this week. Yeah, my mind's a little blown that he said it. You even heard it in the postgame interview. Grandall was even saying, yeah, obviously he's going to de- he's going to deny that he ever said this, but he didn't. He absolutely said he did, and he tried to claim it was an inside joke. And again, like you said, I can't tell you what's in somebody's heart, but I do know for a fact I have no inside jokes with people I do not get along with. I can't stress <laughs> that enough. <laughs> Well, you know, some people are just a little odd that way. They think they're friendly with someone. But that's why I'm giving them somewhat of the benefit of the doubt, although not much. Some people think they're friends with everybody and uh, just don't understand that they're not. I, I don't know why you would think that, though. I mean, they had a little dust up earlier already this year. Yeah, literally uh, a week ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, I say earlier. I don't mean that much earlier. You're right. So, um it did seem like he was mocking him in some way, but, you know, the fact that Tim Anderson said in Sports Illustrated that he feels like Jackie Robinson sometimes or something along those lines, uh, you know, maybe he was just mocking him because he's not Jackie Robinson in terms of a player. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't want to guess, uh, but it wasn't right. 
Certainly, I understand Tim Anderson's reaction, the White Sox reaction. I get that. I don't blame them at all. Tim Anderson should not have been booed. This has not been a good start for Yankee fans between the garbage uh, being thrown at the Indians outfielders and now this. I mean, you know, I'd say stay out of it if you're a Yankee fan. You know, I mean, I, I, the White Sox fans want to boo Josh Donaldson. That I get. There's nothing to boo for Tim Anderson. No, and Tim Anderson, one of the most exciting players in baseball. In fact, I immediately told everybody after Saturday, just because not only does Tim Anderson play like a superstar every day, but he plays like a superstar and then some when the lights are on. So I knew for a fact, Sunday Night Baseball, Tim Anderson was going to do something spectacular. And like always, he did. Huge three-run home run in the bottom of the eighth. Hey, it was a doubleheader yesterday, and you saw the White Sox take sweep the doubleheader. They were completely heavy underdogs in both games. I don't know, John. I feel like yesterday is going to be a day that we're going to be pointing at. Like, you know, May 21st, that was the day that the White Sox in 2022 got right. Well, we've been waiting for it, and maybe it's going to be the pitching. I mean, obviously, we, we like their pitching. Uh, but we love their hitting, and their hitting just has not been there. Obviously, Jimenez is out. They've had injuries um, in other parts of that lineup. But uh, look, Rondal and Abreu, uh, two of the better hitters at their position in the league, have just not really hit so far this year. Um, you know, they're, they're not providing the offense that they normally do. And right now you've got Minnesota still playing well, an exciting team, very good uh, team from a positional standpoint, the pitching better than anyone thought, still holding on the lead. But, uh, you know, the White Sox are the favorite uh, once they get Lynn back, once they get everybody back. Um, on paper, they should have the best team, and I still expect them to win this division. And plus, guys like Dylan Cease, who I have dubbed the strikeout prop king of all of the world. And of course, uh, you know, Lucas Giolito, you know what you're going to be getting out of him. Lance Lynn's still out with the knee injury. He's looking to come back hopefully early June, which is a obviously a point that they're going to need him. And Dallas Keuchel, you know, I know, I know everybody in Chicago has been all over him for not being the old Dallas Keuchel in Houston, but these last four games, he's done a decent job for the role he's been in, holding teams to three three, four runs, which is kind of what you want from your four or five starter. Granted, he's not paid like a four or five no, starter, no, but it's, it's definitely it's definitely encouraging for the White Sox. They're currently four games behind Minnesota as we currently speak. But, hey, Minnesota's gotten some injuries as well. You know, how are the, how are the Twins going to handle Buxton going forward? Because if that team, say, loses Correa and Buxton, we're looking at an entirely different American League Central. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Right. Obviously, Buxton, when he's playing, is one of the best players in the game. He's kind of like the the grom of the position players. Uh, If he's on the field, he's spectacular, but too frequently injuries have kept him off the field. Um, You know, I... I think they have to be careful with him. I think they will be careful, you know, DH at some point to do different things, give him days off. Um, he's obviously had an injury history and you need to have him. I mean, if they're really going to have any chance, they need to have Buxton playing. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, you mentioned these guys with the White Sox. Uh, you know, I mean, Keiko's been up and down, but these other guys, Cease has been fantastic. He's pitching like an all-star Kopech looks like he's going to be that guy that people thought he was going to be when everyone was marveling at the fact he could throw 105 miles an hour. He's really, really, really talented. And Johnny Cueto, uh, I mean, we know the guy's got talent, uh, but, you know, he's getting up there. He was uh, not very popular in free agency, and he's off to a great start for the White Sox. Uh, They may end up doing it with the pitching. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we, we like the whole team, but it might be the pitching that carries them in this division. But you know what? Minnesota's better than we thought. So they've got at least got a challenge in that, in that center. We, I think it was you. I, somebody came on here and said the White Sox are the most prohibitive favorite of all the teams in, in all the divisions. And, uh, you know, I think ultimately they're going to win it. I think I think whoever said that is going to be proven to be right. But uh, they got a challenge on their hands. Yeah, and I, I they do have a challenge on their hands with Minnesota. But li- listen, th- this White Sox team has everything on paper offensively, like you said, pitching-wise, especially that bullpen. I mean, I know Joe Kelly hasn't gone off to the best start that he wants to with the White Sox in his tenure, but Joe Kelly is as good of a a right-handed power reliever as you're going to find in baseball. So I think he's going to be five, not to mention Graveman. Liam Hendricks has been looking like Liam Hendricks again. So, yeah, I'm really high on the Chicago White Sox, even despite the early uh, hiccups in the season. Let's move it over to the National League side and stay in the Central because the Cardinals – I want to call them a surprise, but I feel like that's not fair in that the Cardinals do this every single season. It seems like we go into every season forgetting that they exist, and then when it comes down to playoff time, they're always there. They're swinging the bats like crazy, but more importantly, they're pitching really well. 
Miles Michaelis is having an incredible start to the season. What do you got on these cards? Do you, is there something that they can do to get past the Brewers? Because it's a two-team race over there. Yeah. No, I, you know, I feel like it's the Brewers division with that pitching one through five with no hiccups. I mean, I think all five are good and healthy. And, um, you know, I think going forward, uh, they're the clear favorite. Uh, that's why I like them to begin with, and I, I still do. Uh, the Cardinals are a good team. I, you know, maybe I'm crazy. I, I look, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in them, at least in their record. Uh, they have some great moments like they did against the Giants. Um, I think that was a Sunday night game. And, uh, you know, certainly the game where that was the game where Pujols pitched. Then, of course, the game where Molina pitched. So they've blown out some teams. But, um, you know, I th- thought, and, and again, maybe this was you or maybe, maybe it was Tony, but uh, they have the best defensive outfield. Those young outfielders are really good. None of them are really hitting like they did last year, though. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see O'Neill and Carlson hit to what I think they can hit. Bader, incredible defender. Uh, we'll see. You know, he, he's got to improve in terms of the hitting. But, uh, you know, to me, with a team with Goldschmidt, with Arenado, I like Edmund. You know, you've got gold, you've got gold glovers all over the field. You know, I, I, I obviously they miss Flaherty. That that hurts. Uh, but to me, they're a terrifically talented team. And uh, to me, they're underachieved. I mean, maybe I'm alone on this. I, I think they've underachieved a little to this point. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do think the trade deadline, they got to be active. But I also think the Brewers need to be active, too. You mentioned the pitching on the Brewers' side. Yeah, one through five as far as their pitching staff goes. Uh, the, the real standout to me this year has been Lauer. Lauer's looked really incredible. And the fact that I'm singling out Lauer that has a pitching staff that has Burns and Woodruff and Peralta. And by the way, Hauser's no slouch either. This is a really good starting pitching staff in Milwaukee. However, I I hate their offense. And when I say hate their I don't hate it. It's more <laughs> that just their, their offense is so old and just – I don't comprehend how this team offensively is going to match up against other teams they're going to have to deal with in October. But let's be real. They're going to make some moves at the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they always make trades. And uh, David Stearns and company very good at making trades. Um, you know, obviously, their pitching is their forte. No question about it. I, I said healthy. I think Peralta is out for a little while at this moment. But uh, they've had very good fortune in terms of their starting pitching uh they're very talented, obviously, but they've been very healthy overall. Uh, Burns, an ace. Um, Woodruff, good number two. Uh, right, and Lauer and Hauser, both really good. Their pitching is outstanding. They've got the best closer in the game. I don't think there's any real debate about that. At this point, uh, Hater is, you know, almost unhittable at times, and that's a lot of times. Um, you know, that, that offense is the question, and that's really the reason they haven't advanced in the playoffs is the, is the offense. Rowdy Telez off to a good start. Uh, Yelich is showing some signs of being better than he's been over the last year and a half or so. Uh, I'm not. I don't hate them quite as much as you. Their offense, but uh, they need to pitch in. I mean, they need to carry their weight. Uh, you know, they don't need a ton of runs. Uh, they need just need a few. And uh, again, that's why they haven't advanced is because that offense has not really carried its weight. 
Well, I am looking forward to the trade deadline, even though we're a couple of months away, because there is going to be some interesting pieces out there, and there's going to be some stars that might be available. So I'm really excited to see what the Brewers can get their hands on, the Cardinals can get their hands on. But keep in mind, they got they still have to compete with other teams that have an outrageous amount of trade tips, uh, trade pieces like the Tampa Bay Rays, like the Los Angeles Dodgers, like like in New York Yankees. Even I mean, it just these are teams that are going to be active. So I'm looking really, really forward. This has been an exciting year to start already.